Hi, this is Miss Malini, and you are listening and watching The Good Creator Show. And this is a show where we unpack everything to do with influencer marketing, the creator economy. And today, my very special guest is Gautam Madhavan, Madfluence. If you've heard of Creators United, then you know what is up. First of all, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much. It's always so nice to obviously talk to so many influencers, but you are the people who create the influencers and their influence. And uh, I know how long you've been working on this and I've seen the journey from scratch. Uh, So first of all, congratulations on all your success. Thank you. you. And the first thing I want to ask you, right, is what made you want to get into this crazy creator universe? So I think um, it was back in 2017 when the era of... Uh, blogging was turning to vlogging, right? Yeah. So that was the time I was uh, researching on the internet and what's going in the West, what's happening yeah. then, what's exciting, you know? And that was pre the geo uh, boom, yeah. right? So yeah. I kind of uh, got intrigued and I said that, hey, once you have a bunch of creators or influencers uh, helping you to influence one or the other product, what if you have an army of it and yeah. you can you can inspire or probably influence the nation yeah. so that's that's how uh came up with this mad idea and that's how it's mad influence i love yeah. that it's called mad influence and yeah. now we know the origin of it yeah. but if there's one thing that you didn't expect going into this as a career what would you say that is i think um one thing was I never thought that I will diverge into ip creations like i was just into influencer marketing And then now we're doing um, huge festivals, which is one we already did, mm-hmm. this Creators United, mm-hmm. where the top 100 influencers of the country came in from all over India just to celebrate content. Yeah. You know? So I think, uh, and now there's no looking back. Yeah. It's going to be a year-long, uh, year, year annual, year thing, annual yeah. thing, right? So yeah, that's, that's yeah. kind of surprising for me. So the reason I do this podcast is kind of to unpack for people two things, right? The ones who are aspiring creators and they want to learn and be inspired by existing creators. And then also to sort of explain to the industry what's been going on, what's been happening. Yeah. Like you said, you started in 2017. I started 2008. It's been 15 years of seeing wow. from literally where I started as a hobby blog to what's happened now. It's a very organized industry yeah um i think so just if i were to just you know you know take all the window dressing out and brass tacks if there's somebody who's listening today who's a nano micro creator aspiring to become the next big deal is it even possible now or are there just too many people oh 100 i think uh, the future is nano and micro really yeah i think um the kind of creativity that they bring on the table now because the the so-called oldies now yeah. are uh, uh, we prefer of, ogs okay yeah, uh, they're, they're more uh, you know they're, yeah. they're out of uh, a lot of new creativity yes but the new guys the new nano and the macro uh, are full of ideas yeah but one thing i will say to them is that don't get in just for money mm. right if or fame or fame right yeah. so if you're if you're here that okay you'll do you'll leave your education you'll leave everything and just do do this for full time and yeah. you're going to make a lot of money it's not going to happen. Yeah. Do it for passion's sake and probably things will follow through. That's probably the best advice I've heard on this podcast because it's true, you know, everyone sees the glitz, the glam, right? Yeah. They see creators with the fancy cars, the cool clothes and all the freebies and they think, well, that doesn't sound too bad. One, it's a lot of work. I'll tell you that. Consistency is key. But also, I think, you know, the question I get from a lot of creators is, okay, how do I 
make it bigger now? How do I get further? And I think one of the double-edged swords for starting now is, yes, it's very organized, but there's Correct. so much more competition. Um, and, you know, at Mad Influence, you also manage creators, right? Correct. So I'd love to know, what is your selection, you know, what is your selection criteria? How do you decide who you're going to manage? Do they have to have a certain number of followers? Is it a category? What are you looking for? Okay. Uh, pretty um, straightforward answer to this. There is whoever is a good creator for us that we think we kind of uh, onboard. Yeah. But um, over the years, uh, I, I think the the culture of signing influencers was not a thing, mm. right? It was always signing celebrities, yes. right? So I say that influencers are the new celebrities of India or the world, right? So, and uh, whoever is creating is also impacting some of the other things and influencing XYZ people, right? Mm. So for me, it is just not one specific genre. Of course, we are uh, very close to the Bollywood, so we focus on entertainment influences uh, too much and we work with the platforms uh, very closely. So we want to align to what their vision is so that yeah. we also kind of uh, get towards and give back to the creator because otherwise we don't um, mm. match the bridge, right? So <clears throat> for me, it is anybody who has the potential and we kind of, there's, there's a whole lot of algorithm or say uh, mindset. Yeah. It's, in short, it's gut feeling. It's right? gut this, feeling. This, this guy or this girl is going to... Yeah. Because I was actually having this conversation with, you know, an upcoming influencer. He yeah. has about 50,000 followers and he was saying, you know, it's, it's so hard because I do really good content. I take the trouble to edit, shoot everything. And then I see some other influencers come in, they buy a ton of followers and they're getting the brand deals. Yeah. So what is your, you know, what's your take on that? You know, what, what do you, what's your take on, you know, some influencers or creators supposedly having bot numbers? Does it work? Does it help? Let's be honest with them on what's the right strategy. So honestly, it's working right now, right? <clears throat> but um, eventually it will it'll fall off because um, without naming, a lot of creators, probably majority of them have started buying a lot of followers, which is fake followers, right? And now there are tools, even which certain things that we have also built. It is, you can find, you can find those fake followers now, right? Mm. And um, for the new creator, especially the 50,000 creator guy or a girl, my biggest thing will be never buy followers. Eventually you'll reach there. If you have reached 250,000 audience and you've managed to influence them, that's, that's more than enough. Yeah. And um, I say, to, say this to a lot of people that if you have 50,000 followers and you have 10% uh, average viewership or say 3% engagement, you can, if you can make them spend a thousand bucks, right? That's your influence of money, right? right? That's your influence of money. That's and true. that is what brands want, right? Probably your My Glam, Lakme, mm. mm. Nike, Lifestyle, Zara. Yeah. They want spenders, right? Yeah. They don't want viewers. Yeah. Right? They want consumers. They That's want exactly consumers. It. End yeah. of the day, they want sales. So if you're able to get a transaction of a million bucks, yeah. then why not, right? Yeah. With 50,000 followers, you can do that, then why not? Yeah. Right. I mean, I met an influencer, like I follow an influencer, she's not even 100K and um, like our group combined, we invested more than 20 lakh rupees, right? That's like 33 or four people, yeah. right? In one share, in right? One, one, share. one, yeah. one share yeah. uh, because she was uh, talking about the pros and cons and mm. she was talking about four, four different things. And she also said, do your own research. research but yeah. then she gave me the cue, mm. right? Her influence got got that company, which is not even branded, right? 20 lakhs of 
cash. That's amazing. That's amazing, right? So that is the power of. I think that's I think that's so. You said it so rightly, and I think one thing that we forget because there's such a large sea of numbers yeah. that we think. Are they twenty thousand, thirty thousand? It's nothing. No. But if you think about it, like an Olympic stadium is sixty-six thousand people. That's a lot of people if you see them in person. But we just don't see that when we just see a number count. Uh, so I'm just going to unpack this a little more for for people who say, okay, great, yes, my influences are real. Uh, so that's great. So maybe I I should feel like, okay, I have that spending power. So is there anything that influencers or creators can do, tools they can use that will actually help them find that? you know million dollar spend those 50,000 people to start with who are actually going to spend the money because you know our accounts are open to everyone anyone can follow and sometimes you see a random account joining so what would be your strategy to become this kind of influencer is there anything that the creators can do or just like hope that the right people follow us um i mean there are uh, tools but more than tools before i come to the tech it is it is you need to understand your audience right so there are more lot of uh, content listening tools out there uh there is tubebuddy right there is tubebuddy which is uh, not only helping you to help to help to create good content they are they're doing very well in the west they're entering india now uh but also they give you insights about what your audience likes and what you what they dislike right Interesting. not your audience but the category that you're in category, right yeah. so that kind of uh, enables but i personally feel influencer marketing is tech comes very late first is your gut your passion and your interest you know that's very rare to hear from yes. someone on the influencer marketing side and i'm really happy to hear that for a change uh, so i'm going to ask you a couple of the questions that i love to also unpack because you know we all see the success stories and say great baba kya baat kya baat hai but i think i personally and most people learn the most from the mistakes yes. of ourselves and others so if you were to tell um i'm going to ask you for both okay i'm gonna, if i'm going to ask you about for to the creators and to the brands what is the one biggest mistake that they could make or are repeatedly making that they have to stop doing i think the biggest is stop buying followers yeah. right stop buying followers don't don't run for followers viewership just just be consistent in what you are yeah and uh, that's the biggest mistake people do like oh he has bought a car i should buy a car too oh he has got this i should buy that too that's typical you know um that's typical north mentality yeah. right that's typical north mentality not yeah. even naming the city yeah don't <laughs> right? do it yeah yeah <laughs> right that's typical north yeah. mentality but um having said that uh don't follow others do what you're good at right be so, original authentic be original yeah. be authentic yeah. yeah yeah and your um word word of caution to the brands what are they doing wrong the biggest Stop mistake they're making putting big logos on creators videos stop telling the creators that this is what i want and don't kill their creativity you know mm. if there's a comedy creator he f- i've seen so many content where the comedy kills the entire like the comedy for the brand is not funny for the audience right right so the audience is not able to re- yeah. connect or recollect what's what what the human is trying to say and if you see i think most of the most of us will agree the moment we see a paid advertisement we just skip you skip right? because you know if it is yeah. paid i don't want to watch a paid advertisement i'll probably skip but on the reverse side there've been such clever integrations of um you know comedy into 
paid Correct. campaigns that is what we need that are done so beautifully where i'm like i thought and you actually are impressed with how cleverly they integrated but that's one out of 10 one out of 10 that's and, one out and of 10 and most of the time i think people don't realize this and i'm glad you brought it up is that sometimes the creators hands are tied where they have to do everybody's you know you've gone to 20 different creators for their individual following and then you ask them to post the same yeah. piece of content which i think is tough i think the other thing that's kind of happened is that you know there's that big hustle right i think and creators feel this pressure constantly of oh iske paas itna hai or oh, somebody's getting more money than me now that you're on the influencer marketing side there's so many agencies do you guys have the same kind of uh, energy with each other do you work together what is your what is the relationship between influencer so agencies? i think um, at least i'll i'll talk about myself yeah like um, when i did creators united i called all the agencies yeah. right i called the brands i called the platforms i called the agencies i called the influencers right everybody was calling me stupid like why will you do that yeah. right you're calling your competitors yeah. in front of your uh, clients yeah. or in front of your influencers right you need either you're you're mad yeah. which i am <laughs> yeah. uh, or you have a lot of guts or you just don't care i think all of them right so i for me so why like, did you do it because that's how you bring the economy together yeah, right yeah. the ecosystem together mm -hmm. the ecosystem grows you grow you can't grow alone mm -hmm. right so i know uh, probably we we work with everyone right with all small medium big agencies we we have healthy relationships with everybody and the only thing is we just help each other whenever there's required like uh, speed came in right mm. so there was uh, the people who did it like it was me messaging them bro congratulations this is so good yeah. right i would have not messaged uh, pranav or uh, the other guys that this is nice this just because it's the love yeah. that you do good man you yeah. do good and right? we're all doing things that we love yes. in the same and i think it's so true and i feel the same way even yeah. at miss malani we've always been collaborative agnostic we've never been in competition that's very old school Correct. thinking right yeah um and you know when you collaborate everybody wins and i think we this is something that people learn from influencers you know two youtubers in one video oh. together both the audiences grow i think something else that teaches me and has taught me a lot in the past is whenever i've had to pivot when something isn't working i think one of the best pieces of advice i ever got is do it do it well put a timeline on it if it's not working change your strategy so has there been anything in your strategy over the years that you pivoted that you're glad that you changed um that you had to do um i think not pivoted actually it was um, it happened right because we were the frontline agency for tiktok in india yeah and then tiktok got banned right yeah. so That's i had to pivot day. i yeah. had to pivot right people yeah. were calling as if uh, someone's died someone died or yeah. tick i own tiktok right so <laughs> it was or tiktok owned me something like that right so but then yes uh, grateful to them they called but uh, i had to pivot and yeah. there was not the choice right wow what was that experience like cuz i think there's a lot of learning to be oh, aged from something like this my it's almost like a learning from yeah. that day was um, never put all your eggs in one basket mm. like my 90% revenue was just from tiktok and a lot of mentors kept telling me got them get out of it make it 50 50 or 60 40 i was no i was very bullish about uh yeah. the platform yeah and i was like no and I'll you could never have predicted that yeah, something like and this and we were on the on the verge of monopoly and then boom wow. right so i think uh, so what's the walk me through how do you recover from that what was your first step no i think the first step was calming the team down right hey nobody's we're not going home yeah i'll sell my house i'll sell everything that i have but nobody's going home right yeah and um probably even um 
one month we had that uh, nobody knows after yeah. i told this to my team probably one and a half years later one month was that we we were on a verge of oh my god it's just going to collapse right all my so we had like three and a half crores of uh, campaigns just vanished to zero yeah, everybody cancelled their purchase purchase orders and then they were like we're not doing any more and then i had my fixed expense my fixed expense right so they were like um, we're not paying you anymore and then luckily there were other platforms that came in it came in but yeah. that was a little bit later yeah. which is probably a month later yeah. because there were conversations happening we'll do this and but when when you face your team you have to be always smiling and yeah. you have to be always do you have to make them believe yeah. yeah so but then it was them they also felt it but they never uh, made me feel that yeah. um you know we're going and they they were they stood me stood in, by you stood yeah. by me when yeah. when the the times were hard yeah so i mean um, that was the biggest takeaway from my entire journey i mean i love my team so i think that was my favorite journey mm. and there is no looking back now it is not no that's a pretty massive yeah. pivot and success story i have to say i think that's absolutely inspiring and incredible and, and and i know how you feel because we've had those moments and i've had such such a great team that have stuck it through you know like we've everyone's had those months and moments you know where salaries are laid and everyone's like it's the most yeah. stressful thing for a founder ever in life still date we have never delayed a salary I'll take my salary probably 15 days later. Yeah. But um nobody has got the salary beyond third of every month. That's Maximum incredible. Maximum third of every month. Incredible. If it's a Sunday yeah. first. Yeah. Or a Saturday, Saturday Sunday and yeah. then Monday the third they they get it by any. I understand. Any, it's just like anyhow. you know you go through those moments where you're like there's no money in the bank. Oh. and it's so stressful but congratulations on all your success it's Thank amazing you. So now let's talk a little bit about your ips i love first of all i love how you name everything it's got great energy mad influence creators united so tell me about creators united first of all for those few who don't know what it is um and you know what what was the thinking behind it and what's the plan so i think um it's a funny story right uh 2019 me uh i was just uh, asked by my friend to watch this uh movie or a documentary it's called fire festival yeah on I saw netflix that. Yeah. and i was just watching it and like dude you do it 2019 right but then i didn't have funds that we were just growing but like i will do this right one day i will do this i wanted to do fire festival in india not creators united so it was earlier called uh, mad fest right? right then we uh, trademarked it we did multiple other things then like okay no Madfest is uh, not connecting people so let's make it creators united exactly let's let's unite people yeah and then uh, post covid then we had some funds we like okay now we have some mm. funds and some guts to do this so let's do it so that's how uh, we came into the picture and uh, i discussed the idea with my partners uh, especially pinkula supported a big way and um, yeah i mean we we came together put it on put down the idea on paper I called all my influencer friends bro are you coming this is happening and everybody's like teri shaadi hai hamare how sweet so yeah. teri, like, i'm not married but, but still, yeah. it's like uh, as important as yeah. important as that like yeah. it's like your shaadi so we'll come yeah. right so i mean that's that's how it happened then everything fell into place uh, it was a one day festival then it turned to a two day festival then it happened to be in goa then the cm came in then uh like you know all the brands came in that the platforms came in yeah. agencies were always darlings they yeah. all came in they were like okay i'll come few people could not come because of some family issues 
uh, or some health issues. But then overall, it was a hundred percent turn. Like if you see, you you see a lot of events, right? Yeah. So you go and you come back. Yeah. Right. You don't stay. You don't stay. Yeah. Right. Um, it was surreal to experience that where. Um, all your friends, all your the industry is vibing for yeah. 48 hours. It's amazing, you know. Yeah. And during the after party, I was just in the corner, and I'm watching. just like is and oh, just cool. watching. And like wow. You know? And that's what I think is so important. I think you brought up something that I, I always tell so many young creators as well. Don't always do everything for money. If that's a tip I yeah. can give anyone, is build relationships. Relationships go so much further than anything that's transactional. 100%, 100%. And which is why there'll be so many times like I'll go for something where people come, it's that relationship you build. So also when you're advising, you know, new talent, um, because I think, you know, I, and it's not even their fault, you know, they're in a new industry where suddenly they see all this money to be made. What is your advice to that, you know, not even newcomer, but someone who's already got a good following, who's out there is quite in demand. What should be their strategy for growth trajectory or to maintain or to be able to become bigger uh, and not sort of get lost in, in you know, the day-to-day -day grind? I think um, I'll divide into three pieces, yeah. right? One is where uh, you be consistent in terms of what you're doing. Yeah. And that is your growth phase, right? That's where you begin. Then you become big, right? Now, this is where you need to be calm. You start making money, yeah. right? So you have to be calm and composed and you don't forget your past, where you started where from. Where you came right? from, yeah. And then third is, now you have money, you need to start managing it. Not buying a lot of cars, houses, your income is, you're projecting your income to be 2 crores yeah. a year and you're spending 2.5 crores because you think that you're going to make 2 crores again, so you're going to make 4 crores. Yeah. Out of that 4 crores, you're going to make, uh, you're going to spend 2.5 crores and you still make 1.5 back home. That's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. The the ecosystem is like this. It's this is a very like this, good point. I don't think right? anybody tells people this. Piece. Because financial, yeah. and these are like majority of the people. If you see, and yeah. I'm sure you'll you'll connect with me, are under thirty. Yeah, right? absolutely. And they have very less financial knowledge. I'm not including the financial and finance influencers here, but the lifestyle, entertainment, music, entertain every every influencer is fin like sorry, but financially illiterate. Yeah. Right. Because. You don't know what to do with that money. I think it's also a factor of it's gone from like literally zero to hero so fast. And it yes. feels like, wow, I have all yes. this money now. It's never going to end. Like you said, that it's never going to go away. But it's so important what you're saying because you don't want to end up in a situation where suddenly maybe, God forbid, something happens and you're Correct. no longer making that income. You were not going to be able to one, sustain that lifestyle. And two, you don't have anything kept for a rainy day. I mean, um, I tweeted or probably X'd two days back. <laughs> um, having phone numbers of influencers or just relationship influencers does not mean that you know influencer marketing, right? Mm. Innovate or die. It was very hard statement. <laughs> Innovate or die. Okay, right? yeah. So it was basically for, um, I was, I don't know, 11.30 in the night. Mm. I just, uh, it, the random thought came in. I just, I just said it and I'm probably... Sharing again, only because if you don't innovate in this industry, be it an influencer agency, be yeah. it a freelancer, be it a manager, be it the influencer himself or herself, and the brand as well, right? If you don't innovate, you're not going to sustain. That I'm seeing so many uh, creators like um, Bhuvan Bam, uh, your Fukra Insan, all all the new gen people, right? Uh, House of X, yeah. right? They're coming with e-com, yes. right? India 
is such a big market ecom is still new right uh, us has mastered it yeah. china has mastered it before us and india is yet to do it yet to do it yeah so when india does it what will happen the numbers are the numbers staggering next level yeah. right so but people are not realizing that yeah not just e-commerce right you can do workshops you can do I'm basically monetize yeah. build, build your yeah. community build and your monetize community. your community yeah. right now and community is such an interesting thing that you brought up because i think that you know i think people when they're influencers and creators sometimes don't grasp how people consume yeah. content right Correct. they're not just following you they're doom scrolling 5 hours Correct. and watching content so what is making them part of your ecosystem or your family is community which is i think why platforms like meta or you know yeah you have whatsapp communities broadcast list they're trying to and even when you have discord all of these things we're creating uh, communities and you had everything with you know nfts and that rise and fall it's all it's all going to come back um but i think that you know you brought up something interesting what does the influencer of the future i guess gen alpha look like i think um, they'll be more uh, pro ai yeah they may not even be human yeah they may not be even human <laughs> and um, they'll be more they'll be very uh, ai driven yeah uh, content pieces that we'll see, we'll, yeah. we'll start to see i think there was uh, one wave of that ai version of yourself i think that is just the beginning right but I mean, then when we saw that conversation that mark zuckerberg had which was mind blowing right yes. when, you know i i literally did a, a conversation in the metaverse with ajay devgan where his head fell off his avatar but we have come a long way since, since it is then. it is it is going to change a lot of things and in short people are going to be lazy right yeah. people are the alpha is going to be you think more, so uh, 100% 100% everything be, will be easier to yes, do yes but then they'll that also allows them to do more things yeah. right so now to shoot a content if yeah. it is taking 2 hours if it is getting done in 20 minutes yeah. they're going to do some other things in the remaining they'll do 10 more things yeah, 10 more things or probably at least two more things yeah. right, if not 10 it's true we already are master yeah. multitaskers uh for all of those aspiring to create their own influencer marketing agency um three must do's three don't do it i did it or i i realized it should never do it I think first is build your core team, right? Uh before if you think that uh you can do everything by yourself, just like I said, having phone numbers of influencers not does not yet. make you a pro in this, right? So you need to really understand uh the entire ecosystem which is content, strategy, social, uh distribution and influencers. You cannot do everything by yourself. And then there's there comes finance, there comes marketing, there comes sales, right? So you cannot do everything by yourself, yeah. right? Of course you in the beginning you'll try to do everything by yourself there's no other choice because you don't have money's to pay but start building a core team make them believe in you and you believe in them I think that's the first and foremost thing that you should be focusing on to do while you're starting an influencer marketing business specifically yeah. influencer marketing second is I think um uh innovating in the content space because if you're if you're doing the same things where you're you're taking a product or an influencer at 100 rupee cost and you're selling at 110 that's not going to sustain Same, yeah it's not going to sustain it's just going to be you're just going to do this gimmick for another say 6 8 of from this date whenever this launches i think maximum a year right yeah. it, this this industry is going to go off like like i think 2 years back lip sync as a as a concept uh i said in some space where this is going to die and today there is no yeah. lipsing yeah. right everybody wants high quality content high quality yeah and innovative content right so i think again i'm saying today i think that is um this 10 rupee markup or 100 rupee markup will not sustain and there's nothing you, unique about there's it there's nothing right? unique yeah. about it right so 
that is the and the the wrong things you should never do is that don't overspend like you know the moment you think okay uh, your expense like you know oh you want to that agency is trying business class that try that 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 guy is having a lavish office mm-hmm. you know don't don't spend on things where it is not required try to save as much as you, as you can yeah. and first build wealth for your company and then we'll build, build wealth for yourself yeah. because if you think that you as a founder you'll make something uh, a crore rupees will just vanish in probably days or probably hours if you can yeah. right and we've seen too many people do it yes yeah, yeah. i've seen yeah. i've seen people going mad about it yeah. uh spending money left right center yeah. and then they like today they're at a burn rate of yeah. too much right and yeah. then they have eventually shut down the company of course yeah. right they don't exist you anymore yeah. they have they've pivoted but as founders they might be able to do something else but yeah. do justice for your team the team yeah. right so i think um the biggest thing once you once you once you've done the good things then comes the money Yeah. Just try to handle it. Just same like the influencers, right? Yeah. They they go bonkers about the new cash that yeah. they come into the bank account. <laughs> Absolutely. So as you can see, there is a lot that goes on in the world of influence. Um, in fact, I'm writing my second book. It's called Under the Influence, and it unpacks this entire journey. Uh, one question that I, you know, I asked myself. I made myself write a letter to my 18-year-old self, and I would love for you to to tell your 18-year-old self a piece of advice that you wish someone had. come back from the future and told you okay so this i think i will say it's okay to make mistakes right don't 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 take it too hard don't watch those um, stop watching those motivational videos where <laughs> they put you into something else this is how you make money the life is not about making money yeah. it's about making real life connections and money will fall at the right time at the right place it does not matter you you're 25 does not matter you're 40 it'll come just just try to add value and um my dinner role was very selfish it was very selfish it was uh, very arrogant mm-hmm. very non humble even if, i don't know if that's even a word but um <clears throat> it was very arrogant very delhi right very um uh not nice really right? yeah so it was all about i know everything i know it all right so i'm just here to make money i'm just doing this so i think don't go too hard on yourself um and on the parallel side there are people who think that they are good for nothing right so don't even think that just try to add some value to some people some value to the people at least to your family that's it and things will fall into place i normally don't ask a question after this but now i'm deeply intrigued how did 18 year old arrogant you make this leap what was that trigger? so i think um so you're the average of the people that you hang around with right yeah. that's that's i i truly believe in that i was um with a bunch of uh australians few hours back right and i was my vibe changed right when i was with them in the morning i was with a bunch of uh restaurant guys right so okay this is today but if i go back my circle was for the people who was only into 18 year old what yeah. ek 18 saal ka bachcha kya karta is just going to party hmm. and not go to college or probably yeah. not is not as good as everybody is around him at least for me so i mean that happened um, i i realized that very quickly i got a lot of 
backlash a lot of a lot of uh, hate uh negativity around me mm. so i i i realized that i'm going in the wrong direction this is not where i should be and i read a book where that's where i got this you're the average of the people that you hang around with i tried that as an experiment i started yeah. hanging around hanging around with different, different people groups. that even i didn't know and started i started realizing that the more you talk to different kinds of people you kind of get the energy inside inside True. you i became too mature by the age i was 21 where i started my first startup which is not mad influence yeah. it was a fintech company and i failed but then i realized that it was not about starting your startup it was just pivoting from the negativity and going towards positivity and it was never again was making money because during that phase i realized that money was not my thing right yeah. value 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 and my value was to my college friends mm. i was trying to solve a big problem for my college kids called yeah. college schoolmates or batchmates so from there it flopped and then mad influence happened and uh, yeah i mean that's that's how it is even today i'm 27 yeah. so i'll turn 28 next year but a lot of people today even today i hang around with probably double my age yeah. and that has always been me that's 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 literally me yeah. so yeah oh well, you're definitely wise beyond your years and you have been super insightful i personally have learned a lot and i am double your age no, so there you go no ways no thank ways. you so much no for ways. being here today i hope you guys enjoyed this episode leave a comment let us know what you think and if you have any follow up questions and remember we bring you the good creator show to help you unpack the creator economy and this crazy world of influence uh, we'll be back next week with another episode stay tuned bye <laughs>